Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and you're listening to Queer Stories, the podcast for the LGBTQI plus storytelling night I host and program. If you're new to Queer Stories, welcome. Please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. Head out to your local bookseller to buy the Queer Stories book and enjoy listening to this incredible archive of stories by LGBTQI plus Australians. Laura Hart trained at Impro Australia, Improv Theatre Sydney and UCB. She's a Raw Comedy State finalist and in 2017 travelled to New York to perform in shows Confetti Gun and Queer Far Wherever You Are. Laura was a 2017 young social pioneer with the Foundation for Young Australians, developing and sharing her improv comedy program for people with anxiety. She's a member of the Improv Theatre Sydney faculty and ensemble where she's the company's Outreach, Diversity and Inclusion Officer. Laura also has the distinguished, distinguished position of being my assistant. I was really excited having had her tell me so many funny stories when we're working together to book her to perform at Queer Stories Western Sydney. It would have been incredibly awkward if her story was bad and we'd had to continue working together. But luckily, her story was amazing and incredibly well received. And I'm thrilled to have it now on the podcast. Two days ago, I turned 28. Um, Birthdays, yeah, thank you. Um, Birthdays get weird as you get older. You stop celebrating so much because you're inching closer to death. And the only gifts you get are small and extremely practical items from your family members. Um, This year, my sister bought me clinical grade sweat cream from Chemist Warehouse. because she, quote, knows I get clammy hands. (laughs) If you had asked me when I was a kid what I would be doing right now, I would have told you confidently that I had bought a house, married my husband, and bore two children, Monica and Julie. (laughs) Two girls, because boys are gross. Either that, or I had taken my final form as a golden labradoodle. The fact that I am a single lesbian who rents a one-bedroom apartment, has three jobs, a dog and medically sweaty hands, wouldn't have jumped to mind. (sighs) The truth is, I have never really wanted to be single. I am a hopeless romantic in the truest sense of the term. I am hopeless at romance. My first serious relationship occurred in my first year of uni. We will call her Rebecca because that is her name and also because every lesbian's name is Rebecca. Seriously, I have dated three Rebeccas. I had moved out of home for the first time and I had my Toyota Starlet hatchback that came with a beefed up sound system that made the whole car shake, courtesy of the previous owner. I would blast Spice Girls ironically as I drove through campus, cementing my new weird but non-threatening because she's funny girl status. 
I did not know how to court a woman. I remember seeing Rebecca for the first time at Unibar and I decided it was fitting to try and impress her by showing how well I could play dead. <laughs> Seriously, I played dead on the floor. It worked. And we quickly made our way back to her dorm room. Neither of us had any idea about what to do next. I rapidly scanned my brain for any reference points, like workout DVDs, no, um, the L word. Uh, I, I had just started watching, but I remembered a particular scene between Shane and Carmen in the recording studio. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> that was a start. I had also recently watched a YouTube video where a lesbian blogger had talked about chicken pecking a girl and I didn't really understand what that meant, but I... <laughs> I joined the dots. Surprisingly, this relationship was a success and we dated for two years. When she informed me one day suddenly that she no longer loved me, I was heartbroken. Thank you. <laughs> Even more so when I found out she had already been seeing a straight cis male journalist at the Sydney Morning Herald. I was furious. I would have bought the Telegraph in protest, but you know, it's the Telegraph. <laughs> so I didn't. Things didn't really get better romance-wise from there. I joined a lesbian soccer club to try and meet people, which was amazing and I highly recommend you do so. I learnt the phrase, don't screw the crew, and um, I blatantly ignored it. <laughs> Getting swept up in the drama when the person I slept with slept with a fullback but secretly had feelings for the centre mid. Um. <laughs> At the same time, I was diagnosed with coital sulfalalgia, which means sex headache. Um, basically, whenever I was approaching or achieving the point of orgasm, I would get a thunderclap migraine at the back of my skull that lasted anywhere from three to 24 hours. It is rare, and it happens mostly to men, but I am special. <laughs> Lucky me. So, um, after a quick visit to an MRI to rule out a tumour, I was given some beta blocker medication and advised to avoid orgasms. <laughs> avoid orgasms. <laughs> like, actually fuck my life. <laughs> um, after several months, it passed and I was able to wean off the meds and it has not reoccurred, so I am fine. Thank you, ladies. I had a couple of rocky relationships after that, which were the kind that were amazing when it was good, but totally and completely sucked when it was bad. Um, the last one ended when she came over to my house during her lunch break to break up with me. After that, I decided to take a break. I needed some time to rebuild my self-esteem and reconnect with my body post-sex headaches and weight gain, and it ended up kind of being a long break. Two and a bit years later, and I'm only now just starting to come out of my romantic and sexual hibernation. Having spent so long solo, I was a complete horn dog, and also needed to make some cash on the side of my two jobs to make ends meet. 
After some late night Googling, I discovered my new dream side hustle, professional sexting. It's, really, it's a really thing, it's a thing. Um, you get 30 cents per text, which uh, I've never been good at maths, but it's not the best money, but also not to be laughed at. Um, I applied and I was given a trial. They sent me 10 example texts that I had to respond to, and I had this in the bag. <laughs> I had a Bachelor of Communications, uh, a passionate heart and perfect grammar. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. <laughs> When I was asked, what are you doing, I replied things like, I'm just walking slowly down the beach at dusk with the wind in my hair and I'm very, very wet. <laughs> when they texted, what are you wearing, I said, a sheer crimson teddy set with rosebud appliques and I'm very, very wet. Basically, I, I ended everything with being wet, <laughs> figuring that my lack of heterosexual sex knowledge would be made up for in liquid enthusiasm. <laughs> Surprisingly, I did not get that job. Um, which turned out okay, because soon after I applied for a position as Maeve Marston's assistant, and I got that. <laughs> Which is great, but my ego is still bruised from my sexting saga. So I downloaded all of the apps, you know, like the apps, and uh, I went on a first date recently, which was going well, until she discovered that I had never read Harry Potter, um, nor had I listened to the audiobooks, and I never intend to. And that was a deal breaker for her. So, truthfully, I don't know what my deal breakers are. I'm at a stage where, as basic as it sounds, I just want someone nice. Um, I know, I'm adorable. Oh, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I took two years off to try and learn to love myself and accept my body, but that is a really fucking hard thing to do. I realised that it might be okay to date while I'm figuring that out. If I waited until I was the most confident, anxiety-free, babin version of myself, I'd be taking my dentures out to mac on the other residents in my nursing home. <laughs> so right now, I'm just trying to accept myself where I am, someone with the marks of some bizarre ups and downs, who thinks she is a babe only sometimes, and who gets clammy hands when she's nervous. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Please rate and review the Queer Stories podcast to boost my ego and help spread the word. For tickets and dates, follow Queer Stories on Facebook. And for late night rants and photos of my dog Frank, follow me, Maeve Marsden, on Twitter. For discount tickets to my shows, as well as other perks, become a supporter of my work on Patreon for as little as $4 a month. Details on MaeveMarsden.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 